Section 24 of The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Morgan Scorpion. The Anatomy of Melancholy, Volume 2, by Robert Burton. Section 24. Partition 2, Section 3, Member 3, Part 3. Lodovicus Vertomannus, that famous traveller, endured much misery, yet surely, saith Scaliger, he was vir diocarus, in that he did escape so many dangers. God especially protected him. He was dear unto him. Modo in egestate, tribulatione, convale deplorationis, etc. Thou art now in the vale of misery, in poverty, in agony, in temptation. Rest, eternity, happiness, immortality shall be thy reward, as Chrysostom pleads, if thou trust in God and keep thine innocency. Non si male nunc, et olim sic erit semper, a good hour may come upon a sudden, expect a little. Yea, but this expectation is it which tortures me in the meantime. Futura expectans praesentipus angor, whilst the glass grows the horse starves. Despair not, but hope well. Spera bate, tibi melius, lux crustina ducet, dum spiras spera. Cheer up, I say, be not dismayed. Spes alit agricolas, he that sows in tears shall reap in joy. Psalm 126, 7. Si fortune mi tormente, esperanque me contente. Hope refresheth. As much as misery depresseth, hard beginnings have many times prosperous events, and that may happen at last which never was yet. A desire accomplished delights the soul. Proverbs thirteen nineteen. Grata superveniet quae non speratibur hora, which makes me enjoy my joys long wished at last. Welcome that hour shall come when hope is past. A lowering morning may turn to a fair afternoon. Nube solet pulsa candidas ire dies. The hope that is deferred is the fainting of the heart, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. Proverbs thirteen twelve. Suavissimum es voti compos fieri. Many men are both wretched and miserable at first, but afterwards most happy, and oftentimes it so falls out, as Machiavel relates of Cosmo de' Medici that fortunate and renowned citizen of Europe, that all his youth was full of perplexity, danger, and misery, till forty years were passed, and then upon a sudden the sun of his honour broke out as through a cloud. Huniades was fetched out of prison, and Henry the Third of Portugal out of a poor monastery, to be crowned kings. Multa cadunt inter calicem supremaque labra. Many things happen between the cup and the lip. Beyond all hope and expectation, many things fall out, and who knows what may happen? Nondum omnium dierum soles occiderunt, as Philippus said. All the suns are not yet set. A day may come to make amends for all. Though my father and mother forsake me, yet the Lord will gather me up. Psalm 27.10 Wait patiently on the Lord, and hope in him. Psalm 37.7 7. Be strong, hope and trust in the Lord, 
and he will comfort thee, and give thee thine heart's desire. Psalm 27.14 Sperate et vosmet rebus servate secundis. Hope, and reserve yourself for prosperity. Fret not thyself because thou art poor, contemned, or not so well for the present as thou wouldst be, not respected as thou oughtest to be, by birth, place, worth, or that which is a double corrosive, thou hast been happy, honourable, and rich, art now distressed and poor, a scorn of men, a burden to the world, irksome to thyself and others. Thou hast lost all, miserum est frisse, felicem, and as Boethius calls it, infelicissimum genus infortunii. This made Timon half mad with melancholy, to think of his former fortunes and present misfortunes. This alone makes many miserable wretches discontent. I confess it is a great misery to have been happy, the quintessence of infelicity to have been honourable and rich, but yet easily to be endured. Security succeeds, and to a judicious man a far better estate. The loss of thy goods and money is no loss. Thou hast lost them, they would otherwise have lost thee. If thy money be gone, thou art so much the lighter, and as Saint Hierome persuades Rusticus the monk to forsake all and follow Christ, gold and silver are too heavy metals for him to carry that seeks heaven. Vel nos in mare proximum, gemus et lapides, aurum et inutile, summi materiam mali, mitamus, scelerum si hene poenete. Zeno the philosopher lost all his goods by shipwreck. He might like of it. Fortune had done him a good turn. Opes a me animum offere non potest. She can take away my means, but not my mind. He set her at defiance ever after, for she could not rob him that had naught to lose, for he was able to contemn more than they could possess or desire. Alexander sent a hundred talents of gold to Phocion of Athens for a present, because he heard he was a good man. But Phocion returned his talents back again, with a Permette me in posterum virum bonum esse, to be a good man still, let me be as I am. Non me arum posco, nec me precium. That Theban Crates flung of his own accord his money into the sea. Abite numi. Ego vos mergam, ne merga arvobis. I had rather drown you than you should drown me. Can Stoics and Epicures thus contemn wealth, and shall not we that are Christians? It was mascula vox et preclara, a generous speech of Cotta in Sallust. Many miseries have happened unto me at home, and in the wars of broad, of which by the help of God some I have endured, some I have repelled, and by mine own valour overcome. Courage was never wanting to my designs, nor industry to my intents. Prosperity or adversity could never alter my disposition. A wise man's mind, as Seneca holds, is like the state of the world above the moon, ever serene. Come then what can come, befall what may befall. Infractum invictumque animum oponas, Rebus angustis animosus atque fortis appare. Horace, Old 11, Book 2. Hope and patience are two sovereign remedies for all, the surest reposals, the softest cushions to lean on in adversity. Durum sed levius fit patentia, quid quid corrigere est nefas. 
what can't be cured must be endured. If it cannot be helped or amended, make the best of it. Necessitati qui se accommodat, sapit. He is wise that suits himself to the time. As at a game at tables, so do by all such inevitable accidents. Ita vita est hominum quasi cum ludas tesseris. Si illud quod est maxime opus jactu non cadit. Illud quod cecedit forte, id arte ut corrigas. If thou canst not fling what thou wouldst, play thy cast as well as thou canst. Everything, saith Epictetus, hath two handles, the one to be held by, the other not. Tis in our choice to take and leave whether we will. All which Simplicius's commentator hath illustrated by many examples. And tis in our power, as they say, to make or mar ourselves. Conform thyself then to thy present fortune, and cut thy coat according to thy cloth. Ut quimus, quod eunt, quando quod volumus non licet. Be contented with thy loss, state, and calling, whatsoever it is, and rest as well satisfied with thy present condition in this life. Este quodes, quod sunt alii, sine qualimbet esse, quod non es, nolis, quod potus esse, velis. Be as thou art, and as they are, so let others be still, what is and may be covert. And as he that is invited to a feast eats what is set before him, and looks for no other, enjoy that thou hast, and ask no more of God than what he thinks fit to bestow upon thee. Non quivis contingit adire coincum. We may not be all gentlemen, all Catos, all Lelii, as Tully telleth us, all honourable, illustrious, and serene, all rich. But because mortal men want many things, therefore, saith Theodoret, hath God diversely distributed his gifts, wealth to one, skill to another, that rich men might encourage and set poor men at work, poor men might learn several trades to the common good. As a piece of arras is composed of several parcels, some wrought of silk, some of gold, silver, cruel of diverse colours, all to serve for the exornation of the whole. Music is made of diverse discords and keys, a total sum of many small numbers, so is a commonwealth of several unequal trades and callings. If all should be coisi and darii, all idle, all in fortunes equal, who should till the land? As Menenius Agrippa well satisfied the tumultuous rout of Rome, in his elegant apologue of the belly and the rest of the members, who should build houses, make our several stuffs for raiment? We should all be starved for company, as poverty declared at large in Aristophanes Plutus and sue at last to be as we were at first. And therefore God hath appointed this inequality of states, orders, and degrees, a subordination, as in all other things. The earth yields nourishment to vegetables, sensible creatures feed on vegetables, both are substitutes to reasonable souls, and men are subject amongst themselves, and all to higher powers. So God would have it. All things then being rightly examined and duly considered as they ought, there is no such cause of so general discontent. Tis not in the manner itself, but in our mind, as we moderate our passions and esteem of things. Nihil aliud necessarium ut sis miser, saith Cardan, quam ut te miserum credeth. Let thy fortune be what it will, tis thy mind alone that makes thee poor or rich, miserable or happy. Vidi ego, saith divine Seneca, in villa hilare et amena maestos et media solitudine occupatos.
non locus, sed animus facit ad tranquillitatum. I have seen men miserably dejected in a pleasant village, and some again well occupied and at good ease in a solitary desert. Tis the mind, not the place, causeth tranquillity, and that gives true content. I will yet add a word or two for a corollary. Many rich men, I dare boldly say it, that lie on down beds, with delicacies pampered every day, in their well-furnished houses, live at less heart's ease, with more anguish, more bodily pain, and, through their intemperance, more bitter hours than many a prisoner or galley-slave. Mycenus in pluma aeque vigilat ac regulus in dolio. Those poor, starved Hollanders, whom Vartison, their captain, left in Nova Zembla, anno 1596, or those eight miserable Englishmen that were lately left behind to winter in a stove in Greenland, in 77 degrees of latitude, 1630, so pitifully forsaken, and forced to shift for themselves in a vast, dark, and desert place, to strive and struggle with hunger, cold, desperation, and death itself. Tis a patient and quiet mind, I say it again and again, gives true peace and content. So for all other things they are, as old Kremid told us, as we use them. Parentes, patriam, amicos, genus, cognates, divitias, hec perinde sunt ac ilius animus qui ea possidet, qui uti scit, e bona, qui utitur non recte, mala. Parents, friends, fortunes, country, birth, alliance, etc., ebb and flow with our conceit, please or displease as we accept and construe them, or apply them to ourselves. Faber quisque fortunate sue, and in some sort I may truly say, prosperity and adversity are in our own hands. Nemo laditur nisi asepso, and which Seneca confirms out of his judgment and experience. Every man's mind is stronger than fortune, and leads him to what side he will, a cause to himself each one of his good or bad life. But will we or nil we make the worst of it, and suppose a man in the greatest extremity, tis a fortune which some indefinitely prefer before prosperity. Of two extremes, it is the best. Luxuriant anime rebus plerumque secundis. Men in prosperity forget God and themselves. They are besotted with their wealth, as birds with henbane, miserable if fortune forsake them, but more miserable if she tarry and overwhelm them. For when they come to be in great place, rich, they that were most temperate, sober, and discreet in their private fortunes, as Nero, Otho, Vitellius, Heliogabalus, optimi imperatores, nisi imperascent, degenerate on a sudden into brute beasts, so prodigious in lust, such tyrannical oppressors, etc., they cannot moderate themselves. They become monsters, odious, harpies, what not? Cum triumphus opes, honores adepte sunt, ad voluptatum et otium denceps se convertunt. Twas Cato's note, they cannot contain. For that cause belike, utrapolus quicunque nocere volebat, vestimenta dabat pretiosa. Beatis enem yam, cum pulcris tunicis sum et nova consulia et spes. Domiet in lucam scorto, postponet honestum, officium. Eutrapolis, when he would hurt a knave, gave him gay clothes and wealth to make him brave. Because now rich he would quite change his mind, keep whores, fly out, set honesty behind. 
on the other side in adversity many mutter and repine despair etc both bad i confess ut calceus olim si pede major erit subvertat si minor uret as a shoe too big or too little one pincheth the other sets the foot awry said a malice minimum if adversity hath killed his thousand prosperity hath killed his ten thousand therefore adversity is to be preferred haec foena indeget illa solatio illa fallit haec instruit the one deceives the other instructs the one miserably happy the other happily miserable and therefore many philosophers have voluntarily sought adversity and so much commend it in their precepts demetrius in seneca esteemed it a great infelicity that in his lifetime he had no misfortune miserem qui nihil unquam accidisit adversi adversity then is not so heavily to be taken and we ought not in such cases so much to macerate ourselves there is no such odds in poverty and riches to conclude in hiram's words i will ask our magnificos that build with marble and bestow a whole manner on a thread what difference between them and paul the eremite that bare old man they drink in jewels he in his hand he is poor and goes to heaven they are rich and go to hell End of section 24